lot of times I'm, I'm afraid. Um, if you're not afraid, you're not human. I just don't want to... I'm afraid of... End up having done nothing. Nothing happening. Like, being like this forever. My fear is I really lose my humanity out here. Not too much I'm really afraid of anymore. And that's what's hard. Fear cuts two ways, a double-edged sword. It can paralyze you, or it can also be a, a motivational source for you. Hey guys, it's Lizzie. Welcome to season two of Your Story Here. It's been a while, so let's get right into it. You mind telling me your name? <laughs> yeah, sure. My name is Becky Harlan. Michael Kroger, recreational hockey player, lawyer. Chicago, Illinois. My name is Vernon Draper. Jamel Winston. I'm Jay Dev. Gina Christina Simo. Christian Glasset. Wait, actually, my yeah. name is William Hebert. All right, who are you? Who am I? That's a damn good question. <laughs> I am a friend of yours. I am a computer scientist from France. I'm a human being. I'm also a gambler. I'm your mother. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just everything that's good. Mix with a little bang. And I'm Lizzie Peabody. This is Your Story Here, a podcast about humans and the common threads that bind us. I first started interviewing strangers after a couple of decades of being told not to talk to them. This show is about sharing some of the conversations that I've had. Now they're yours too. A few months ago, I was biking home from work, which is not unusual. I often bike to and from work by way of the Mount Vernon Trail. But on this particular evening, I had left work late, and by the time I turned onto the trail, the sun had gone down, and it was getting rapidly darker. As kids, our parents instill bits of wisdom and advice in us that we accept as the truth. From my mom, be fearless. From my dad, make sure to choose a profession that will have some use after the apocalypse. And from both, never go on the bike trail at night. This warning flashed through my mind as I made my way farther down the darkening trail. I scanned ahead of me for a reflective flash, another biker or runner. I glanced over my shoulder for any bikes that I could let pass me and then follow. But I was alone. On one side of me, a raised embankment and the GW Parkway roaring with rush hour traffic. On the other, a thick hedge, and beyond it, the dark water of the Potomac River. The air was growing cold. My bike light kept cutting out whenever my wheel hit a bump, so I had to smack it with my hand until it sprang back alight. I had just passed through the cavernous underbelly of the 14th Street Bridge when I spotted something. A dark silhouette in the bushes. A human form. My heart lurched with alarm, but also with a tiny bit of pride. My fear was justified. My eyes scoured the bushes for more shadows when I saw another, and another. There were men, gathered along the bike trail in the bushes, holding long poles. Fishing poles. Instead of speeding up, I slowed down. Then I stopped my bike. Resting one foot on the pavement of the trail, I looked back over my shoulder, and I listened. I could just make out the faint sounds of voices over water. 
I knew it was a risky thing to leave the trail in the dusk of the evening alone to talk to a group of strangers hanging out by a river. But I was really curious. Who was out here fishing on a Friday night in a polluted river? I turned my bike around and cautiously pedaled back toward the men. I kept my front and rear bike lights on so that I could be seen from the trail, and I kept my helmet on so a swift blow to the head from behind would be less likely to be fatal. Can I ask you some questions? I'm curious. So how often do you come fishing? Well, just on the weekend, like Friday night, sometimes Saturday, that's all. Do you eat the fish? During weekday, have to walk. Ah, I see. And do you eat them? Oh, yeah. That he's still alive. Yeah, yeah. You can see he's trying to breathe. You just like pull it up on land and wait for it to suffocate? Wait yes. for it. You just wait for it to stop breathing? Oh no. Later, uh, somebody uh, have to uh, take them home and clean them. Okay. And cook them. So just like in a fish market. Yeah. But isn't this water polluted? I really don't know. There are a couple reasons I thought I'd never use this audio. One is that it exposes my woeful lack of knowledge about fishing and fish. Another is the obvious commotion of the planes landing at National Airport and the traffic of the GW Parkway and the 14th Street Bridge and the Metro. But just wait, because I do think this tape is worth working for. In my country, small river. Water don't come in and out. What country is yours? Vietnam. Oh, you're from Vietnam. Yeah. Like uh, before, they used that orange stuff in my country. We will still eat. I don't see nothing wrong. You mean Agent Orange? Yeah. And you're okay, I guess. Oh, to <laughs> me now, yeah, I'm think I'm okay. <laughs> In my country, uh, after 1975, you have to find a way to survive. Or else you die. <laughs> so fishing was that way for you? You have to find food. By, uh, by, by that time, I was still uh, young and uh, cannot work. And uh, there are no job anyway, so I have to go catch fish. Eat a little and a little, sell it to buy rice. How old were you then? I, uh, back then, I'm just 12. Yeah. We cannot uh, live with the communist government, so we have to find a way to escape on boat. You're... To uh, go to uh, Singapore, but Singapore, they don't accept refugee, and we have to go to Indonesia, live there for a while, and then United States accept us, we come here. But the education is, by that time, it, uh, we cannot follow because it's been cut. And in my country after 1975, your parents with the U.S., they don't let you uh, come to school. Oh. Yeah. So how old were you when you... <laughs> don't worry, I didn't get attacked. I was so distracted by the story of escape from Vietnam by boat that I didn't hear the fish flopping closer and closer in the dried leaves. Let's listen again, and this time, listen for the approach of the fish. We have to go to Indonesia, live there for a while, and then 
United States Customers, we come here. Yeah. But the education is by that time it uh, we cannot follow because it's been cut. And in my country after 1975, your parents with the U.S. they don't let you uh, come to school. Oh. Yeah. So, how old were you when you? <laughs> God, that scared me. Oh, are you? <laughs> wow, it's making the last F. Oh, <laughs> it flopped on my foot. How did it get over here? <laughs> Ew. I, I love Vietnam when I'm uh, what, uh, 12. You came to Washington, D.C.? Yeah, I came to Maryland. Okay. Yeah. And your whole family came? Oh, no. Just you? Just uh, me and uh, three other brothers and one sister. Your parents didn't come? Oh no, cannot go by that time because uh, my father used to work for like the soldier there. Yeah. And uh, he have to go to the camp, like Chama Ken, what you what camp ever you what camp whatever camp that you said. That after seven, 1975, all the soldier there have to go to that camp. He went to an, an internment camp for like. Like the my my father have to go, my uncle have to go. Did you ever see them again? I don't. My father was sick and uh, he died over there, so I don't see my father and my mother. So you and your siblings escaped from Vietnam on a boat. Yeah. Just the five of you, no parents. No. So how old? You were 12. How old were your were your brothers? The oldest sisters? one, uh, he's 22. Okay. Yeah, he's 22. So you were the youngest? No. The littlest? I have a uh, youngest brother and a uh, youngest sister. Oh, so you're in the middle? Yeah. What was that boat trip like? How long did it take? Uh, nine nights and eight days. What was it like? Oh, by that time we don't know what it's like, but uh, the most, like the, uh, the most we want is just escape. Doesn't matter what. Lucky that I come to this country. This country give me a lot of uh, good life, freedom, everything. But to arrive in a foreign country when you're 15 with no parents yeah. and start over, that must have been very difficult. Oh no, well, we come here, we have to uh, find a way. Where did you all stay when you first got we here? We ran. First, we come here, we have the. Uh, U.S. Catholic charity to oh. uh, let us live in that house and uh, have the uh, people there look for us like for three months and then uh, we have to move out. And we ran and then uh, we just try to uh, like survive like Otto. <laughs> what would you do if you could do anything and be successful? I wish I can have a degree and uh, you know help to build uh, like the traffic right now mm -hmm. if I have the degree I can you know redesign to make it no traffic oh. get it smooth smoothly I just want uh, to learn and you know make the country is more beautiful and uh, you know so um, what what what, do you, what gives your life meaning? Hmm? What, 
this is a question I like to, I just ask as many people as possible. What gives your life meaning? Like what? What do you love about life? For me? About life that uh, in the, like right now I just like you know working and uh, enjoy life. But uh, the most I like is in this country I'm freedom. I can go anywhere. I don't have to uh, worry. I can go anywhere here. Well, so to me, United States is heaven for me. I don't know for how to it for me. Well, that scared the bejesus out of me when that fish jumped <laughs> on my feet. How big is that? How much do you think this fish weighs when you pulled it I in? I think about three, four pounds. What? No, more than that. No, just about that. Four pounds? Yeah. That thing is huge. I... <laughs> Can I take a picture of it while your light no, no, is I'm on not. it? Okay. Hang on a sec. Thank you. And what, what's your name? Oh, my name is Jimmy. I'm Lizzie. Lizzie. Yes. Good to meet you. I'm Lizzie. Van. Van? Yeah. Van. Van. Like a van. To... Mini van. Uh... <laughs> Big van. Mini van. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for telling okay, me about this. Good, night. good luck. I hope you catch many fish. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Mostly we come out here and enjoy. Yes. Release the stress. <laughs> it's beautiful out here. Yes. The story of Jimmy and the fish seems like the right place to start season two, and not just because of how timely it feels in the context of our current immigration policy debate. It feels relevant because I see it as an allegory for what I hope this show can accomplish. The image of a path is an apt one. We talk about paths figuratively. His path, your path, my path, is the sequence of events in an individual's life. We each know our paths lead to some vague destination, so we squint to try to see where it will go. We dutifully look for the benchmarks and certifications that assure us we're on the right path, a successful path. But the hardest thing to do sometimes is to see the whole landscape and not just our path through it. I see your story here as about the landscape. It's about taking your eyes off the ground in front of you, however briefly, and taking a look around. It takes effort, and it's uncomfortable, but we're all better off for it. We fear what we don't know, yet we can't know what's off in the bushes unless we get in there and find out. And you know, sometimes you go into the bushes afraid of the thing you've been taught to fear, the strange man who will surely mug and kill you, when what you really needed to be afraid of was a fish army crawling onto your feet. Just a fish trying to survive, and you got in the way. Your Story Here is produced and distributed by Goat Rodeo and by me, Lizzie Peabody, in Washington, D.C. You can find out more about this show, as well as the three brand new shows we're launching, at GoatRodeoDC.com. And if you want to see a picture of an impressively large fish, and picture that fish sprawled across my feet, you can find it on Twitter, at Your Story Here, D.C.
You won't be disappointed. Seriously, this felt like a baby sea lion. Special thanks to Jimmy for the interview, to Ian Enright for his saintly patience in all things, but especially for helping me fiddle through the theme music on my cello. And of course, to all of you for listening. I'm Lizzie Peabody, and this is your story here. Keep an ear out for us.